Good evening, this is Pamela, and you're listening to Watchmen on the Pod. We are going to begin um, the new book that we just started. Um, this is going to be the introduction. And this is the Revelation Timeline Decoded, Messiah's Apocalyptic Vision is a war manual that uses symbols and layers to hide the fulfillment. And it was authored and self-published by David Nikio Wilcoxon, praise God. Um, he does have a website. His website is www.revelationtimelinedecoded.com. He has a YouTube channel, and you could find that if you type in End Times Deceptions. And then he does have a Facebook group, it looks like, End Times Deceptions. I'm not on Facebook, so I can't help you on that okay <clears throat> the introduction here we go messiah's apocalyptic vision is a war manual designed to conceal the message from those who shouldn't understand it he uses symbols defined in the old testament to point to a literal fulfillment if you haven't studied the whole word, you're left to take the prophecies either symbolically or literally, which hides the explanation. The ap apocalyptic vision, I have to remember that word apocalyptic, I'm not very learned there. The apocalyptic vision has four chronological layers, all of which span from when it was written until Messiah returns. Like the four Gospels, none of them give the complete narrative, but you see the whole message when you overlay them on a timeline. If you read Revelation literally as one chronological narrative, then the sixth seal seems like it takes place in the end times because it declares that the sun becomes black and the moon as blood. Messiah uses symbolic language using the heavenly bodies to point to leaders being removed from power. So it's not pointing to the literal sun and moon. Revelation prophecy fulfillment is fairly straightforward. It's all of the deceptions of the enemy which makes it hard to see the truth. Messiah started his apocalyptic vision with these words. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John, who bear record of the word of God and of the testimony of Jesus Christ and of all things that he saw. Blessed is he that reads, and they, they hear the words of this prophecy, and keep those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand. <clears throat> Messiah did not say that most of the prophecies in Revelation would be fulfilled in the end times. That is a deception from the enemy who had hidden the historical fulfillment of most revelation because it authenticates scripture's authority and the deity of Messiah. 
I'm going to present a lot of evidence that will challenge you, but this isn't just my interpretation. For the saints who have gone before us understood a completely different narrative of how revelation is fulfilled. It's only during the last century that the enemy's futuristic deceptions have gained a stronghold in Messiah's assembly of saints. Put aside any preconceived notions and ask yourself what makes more sense to you. That none of the revelation prophecies would be fulfilled for 1900 years and then all of them would occur during the final few years? Or that the revelation prophecies would be fulfilled during the time from when they were written until Messiah returns? If the futuristic view of prophecy is true, then that means that our Messiah had nothing to say to his saints about the following events which have occurred during the last 1900 years. Satan uses the Roman emperors to kill millions of believers in his attempt to wipe out Messiah's ecclesia of saints. The pagan Roman empires declined from civil wars, financial distress, famine, and pestilence. Emperor Constantine and the Roman bishops creating a new pagan religion of Roman Christianity, Romanism, in the name of Jesus Christ, proclaiming that it's the one true church, when all the while it has deceived billions of people with a false salvation message. Army after army attacking the mighty Roman Empire to desolate it, causing its fall and the last Western Roman Empire being removed from power in 476 A.D. The rise of the popes to power over the fallen Roman Empire to become the leader of the church state of the Roman beast uh, kingdom. The popes making declarations and empowering Catholics to burn the holy scriptures and torture and kill tens of millions of saints during the Dark Ages and the Inquisition. The popes of Rome proclaiming to lead Messiah's church, but saying the blasphemous things such as they are God, they are Jesus Christ in the flesh, they can forgive sin, they provide salvation, and that Mary is the intercessor to the Father. The translation of the scriptures into English, German, and other languages after it had been hidden during the Dark Ages by the Papal Church, who only taught in Latin. The printing press's timely advent, which caused Bibles, the little book of Revelation 10, to be printed en masse and spread worldwide. Catholic monk Martin Luther, being led to read the scriptures to see that the papal church is a false church, a harlot church. He responded by posting his 95 thesis, sparking the Protestant Reformation, causing millions of people to be redeemed for the kingdom and come out of the Roman Catholic Church and form the Protestant churches. The rise of the Jesuit order, which the Pope empowered to counter the Reformation and bring the Protestants back under their power through the tortures of the Inquisition. The French Revolution and what's his name? Napoleonic Wars 
which killed many Catholics in countries that had previously persecuted the saints. The, great, the time of the Great Awakening, when missionaries traveled around the world, spread the good news, and Bible societies sent the scriptures around the world. The futuristic view tells you that Messiah had nothing to say to his saints who endured all those things. Friend, I promise you that our Messiah described all those things in the book of Revelation, not by name, but the events and the people groups were all described in clear detail, and you'll see that history proves the fulfillment. This book shows you that Messiah wrote to the saints who exist from the time that Revelation was written until he returns to foretell the events they would face to know to foretell the events they would face to know where they're at on the fulfillment timeline. Revelation gives the historical battle narrative between the Satan-empowered leaders of the Roman beast kingdom fighting against Messiah and his saints. We're at war, and the saints win the battle when they teach scriptural truth about the fulfillment of prophecy to expose the enemy's deception and set the captives free. There's more at stake here than just understanding the fulfillment of Revelation. The three primary prophecies that prove Scripture's authority and Messiah's deity are the 70th week of Daniel 9, Messiah's Olivet Discourse, and Messiah's Apocalyptic Vision. This is why Satan has worked hard to hide the truth. And I have already purchased them. Um, the Daniel one and also Messiah's Olivet Discourse. I have all those in my Kindle. Okay. <clears throat> in my previous books, I proved the fulfillment of the 70th week of Daniel, which is the only prophecy that foretold the exact time that Messiah would carry out his ministry and confirm the everlasting covenant with his blood as the spotless lamb for our sins. And I proved the fulfillment of the Olivet Discourse, which is about the Jewish nation's judgment for delivering Messiah up to be killed. Nobody wants to learn what they've been, that they've been deceived, but wouldn't you rather learn about it now, before Messiah returns? Amen. We don't want to be caught off guard by how the end times play out and appear as foolish virgins who didn't have the oil of scriptural truth in our lamps. In Revelation chapter 3, 19 through 21, Messiah chastises the end time saints, proclaiming that they're lukewarm, wretched, miserable, naked, poor, and blind. My mission is to give you ISAV so that you may see and be an overcomer to help win the victory for our warrior, Messiah. But thanks be to God, which gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57. Right here's a summary about David, the author. He says, I was blessed to grow up in a family of believers and the community of a Baptist church. The verse-by-verse -verse study at Calvary Chapel churches blessed me, and I visited Israel with one of my pastors. Oh, how beautiful. I have Chuck um, Smith 
I, I loved him. I just, I just absolutely loved him. I adored him. I really seriously did. I mean, I didn't know him or anything like that, but I have listened to his verse by verse. I mean, it took a long time to do that, but it was fantastic. Anyway, I'm sorry. I digress. Let's do this. <clears throat> I have not been to a seminary or a Bible school, which is a blessing because the enemy has infiltrated the teachings in those places. Pastors are taught false explanations of prophecy fulfillment, making it difficult for them to see the truth, as they assume that the teachers have proved it all out. I am simply a servant of our Heavenly Father and Messiah, who has the scriptures as my guide and the spirit as my teacher. For most of my life, I simply believed what my pastors had told me about the end times. What they taught lines up with what my John McCarthy study Bible says, which corresponds with what I heard popular pastors like David Jeremiah and Chuck Swindle teach, which is reinforced in movies and books like Left Behind. I mean, same history as I have, same thing over and over those pastors went to seminary, so I thought that they must know the proper explanations. I had no reason to doubt them because they seemed like sincere men who loved the Heavenly Father and Messiah. About ten years ago, the Spirit moved in my life to show me the many deceptions which the enemy has created to mislead the end-time saints. Since then, I've committed my life to learn and teach the truth about prophecy. I work full-time in this ministry. I believe that the Spirit of Truth shows us insights when we hunger for knowledge. I've written two other Bible prophecy books, The 70th Week of Daniel 9, Decoded, and The Olivet Discourse, Decoded, and I have those. None of my books are about me. I'm simply sharing what I've been blessed to learn in my studies so that you can compare it to Scripture and discern it for yourself. All glory goes to our Heavenly Father and our blessed Messiah and the Spirit of Truth. My friend, I encourage you to be a Berean and search these things out. Take, Don't take my word for it. Don't seek to defend your previous beliefs. Just seek the truth. Until the end time saints understand the grand deceptions, they have blinded her. She cannot fight to overcome the enemy in the power of the word, and she is powerless to set the captives free. My heart breaks for believers who've been deceived by the enemy, who don't know how the future will play out, so they're like the foolish virgins who are unprepared for Messiah's return. My tears are shed for pastors who are unknowingly teaching false prophecy concepts that originated from the enemy, for they will be held accountable for misleading the flocks. When you read explanations that identify individuals and people groups who fulfill prophecy in a negative way, it came across as cold. It can come across as cold, and some say that it's hate. So I want you to know that I declare these truths out of the heart for love for people. I want everyone, Jews, Muslims, Catholics, Protestants, etc., to see the truth about Messiah's declaration so that they come out of their Babylonian captivity. I desire all to have a covenant relationship with the Father through the Son. I pray that our Heavenly Father causes a great revival during which the enemy's prophecy fulfillment deceptions are exposed and many millions of captives are set free. And I pray that the Ruach Spirit guides us back to the ancient path of scriptural truth.
For the enemy has caused us to follow many teachings of man which are contrary to the word. I hope that my work brings honor to my father and mother who blessed me so much by teaching me about our Heavenly Father and beloved Messiah. I pray that this book helps you be an overcomer who shares the truth of prophecy fulfillment to conquer the enemy and get the victory for the glory of our Heavenly Father and warrior Messiah. David Nikio Wilcoxon. Praise God. Disclaimer. I've gathered a lot of information over the years by reading the great theologians, Bible studies, and notes and books. If I've used some text from a source without giving credit, please accept my sincere apology. I use the King James Bible version as it's based on a firm foundation of manuscripts and it's a good word-for-word -word translation. Study tools like the Strong's Hebrew and Greek Dictionary are based on it, as are the commentaries of the great theologians of the 17th through the 20th centuries. Instead of using the generic title of God, I use the name Yah, which is based on the Tetragrammaton, the combination of four Hebrew letters, Yod, He, Bav, He. That form, the, he, the ancient Hebrew name of the Heavenly Father, Hallelujah, means praise Yah. Could I be wrong about some of my explanations? Of course, but I'm confident that if you read the whole book, you'll see the truth about the fulfillment of Revelation so that you are not deceived. You will see that pastors who teach the futurist explanations are wrong about most of their explanations because they're based on a false premise. I use these abbreviations to not fill the book up with full titles and reinforce them in your mind as you recall them. RCC is the Roman Catholic Church. SOJ is the Society of Jesus, the Jesuit leaders in Rome. ACPBP the Antichrist, Beast Pope, the White Pope. J.S.G., the Jesuit Superior General, the Black Pope. And the F.P.J.S.G. is the False Prophet, Jesuit Superior General. All verses are from the Revelation unless otherwise noted. I apologize in advance for any mistakes as I truly dislike seeing errors in books. I did not correct spelling or grammar errors in the quotes or commentaries. Thankfully, our gracious Heavenly Father and Messiah used flawed people when we're willing to step outside of our comfort zone. Praise God. And that is so true, isn't it? All right, brothers and sisters. So right there we have the introduction. And we also have um, the introduction and the description and his backstory, David's backstory. So I'm going to end that there, begin with chapter one on the next video. And prayfully, I will be able to do this through the precious Holy Spirit. Just ask the Father to give me the spiritual eyes to see, the ears to hear, the words to be able to speak it forth clearly as possible and to honor him always because it is all about him so until then brothers and sisters i'm going to say adieu i love you all so very very much i'm very excited about this kind of scared also at the same time but after you know going to rome when the father sent me to rome last year 
and uh, then reading uh, Alberto Riviera and Edmund Paris and Charles Chinaquai and so many other things I now understand why now this I believe God is piecing it all together so prayerfully I will understand it and if it be his will it will be done okay I love you all so very much keep your eyes on Jesus your nose in the book which is the Word of God and embed the Word of God upon the tablets of your hearts so you and I will not sin against God or be deceived. Till next time, be blessed.